Sex, drugs, and critical roles. <laughs> The man is crying, he's covered in mud, and he's got his pants around his ankles, and Jethro's kind of over him shouting at him right now. You each receive a letter. I am your real dad. Yes, that dad. P.S. I'm on my way to Skull Murder Cave. See you there! My name is Rolf. My most beloved person would probably be my mother. Fjord Moonshiner. The living thing I'm most attached to would be my uh, my grandfather, the uh, the strange uh, outdoorsy dwarf who got me into fishing to begin with. Bronson and person he loves most was the Madam of the Brothel, Madam Maleficent. And then I guess second to her would be Mr. Al, the local butcher, who coincidentally married Miss Maleficent. Davix. Uh, and his favorite living thing is his pet raven familiar, Kata. Byron, his uh his favorite his favorite living person is his badger mom, the badger that found him when he was a tiny dwarf baby and was abandoned by by apparently by apparently dad and his mom who he never met and so she raised him for 20 years before kicking him out of the nest which is about 19 years longer than she did with any of her other kids because he didn't know how to hunt badger mom badger mom her name's reddick hold on say that again what's her name reddick how do you say that in badger Radic. <laughs> Something like a little, a little less, uh, a little less rolly R, but uh, you get it. A little more screech, a little less rolling the R. <laughs> a little less. I really, I really thought I was throwing a curveball at you right there. <laughs> no, I see. That's the thing. I'm honestly really disappointed because I was practicing it, and it didn't get that much R roll in it. But you know, that's how, that's how it is, I suppose. Okay, so you guys remember where we left off? So we killed all the goblins, or they all ran, right? They all ran. Yeah. Into the cave? They all ran, ran into, into the Skull cave. Murder Cave. Mm. Troll ran off. I remember out that. Oh, uh, yeah. You might have been. Yeah, you got fucked up. Yeah, I took Yeah. <laughs> he got yeah, you got fucked up. Oh, Jablin style bolt. Uh, where did Rolf leave? Rolf on? left off, I believe, fighting, like, just smashing. Catapults or mm -hmm. what are they? Ballistas? Yeah, I don't think you guys smashed most of them. You guys only smashed it. I know. I think I smashed at least one, and I killed the guy. I killed the goblin, and then no, I actually I think I just kept killing goblins. I don't think I touched a ballista. All right, so I you're just, bloodied. Yeah. Rolf's, Rolf's got blood on him. Byron, one of the mm -hmm. goblin, he let one of the goblins go, and then Davix, yeah. and then Davix, shot that one in the back with an acid flask. And killed it. But that's the last thing that happened. Mm. So, anyways, okay. So you guys kind of stand up and look around. You see that scene. You know, Sam, you're okay. You're yeah. not injured. 
Rolf's not injured. Bronson is pretty, pretty badly injured. <laughs> 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 Power through. Power through. Hawk it up. I can make an untrained heel check, but I don't know if that's going to... Well, you could... Okay, Bronson, you are going to take lead damage if you pull that ballista bolt out of you. So you got to... Bronson has a ballista bolt in him right now. Yeah. Shoved him back. I will, uh, Fjord... No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> Fjord... <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Fuck> <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fjord is going to uh, roll a survival check to see if there's any, like, I don't know, roots or something around mm. that you could possibly use to heal or right. stem I'll, the blood. I don't know. Can I use can, can I use like my knowledge nature to yeah. support see, yeah. see him doing like that? Paling off together. Yeah, we're gonna try yeah. to find some fucking moss root or something. Alright, so so Byron's gonna Byron's gonna look at uh look over at um look over at Bronson bleeding with a ballista bolt and look over at Fjord wandering off <laughs> not knowing where he's going, and uh, he's uh, he'll uh, he'll look over at Bronson and be like, uh, um, I'll, I'll go help him. I, I'll, it, don't die. <laughs> and then go run it off. <laughs> don't worry about me. You're fucking fuck. Kind of losing his cool a little bit. <laughs> All right, Nick, you take you take one point of damage. Yep. Understood. Uh, I'm just going to keep doing this during all of this. Roll. Uh, 21. And... 22. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. so we ought to just find like a, a healing yeah. potion, right? We find oh, it's a, it's a healing tree. <laughs> Be between, <laughs> between the two of you, you, you find a healing potion. Basically, right. you found all the ingredients for healing potion. On the you, fly. You, they're not mixed up real good, so it's like a lot of the negative effects of a healing potion that normally get steeped out, mm. he's going to have. Yeah. But you found a healing potion. It heals for, uh, it's a strong-ass healing potion. Sweet. So it heals for uh, 2d6, and you got enough for three healing potions. Oh, cool. Quote-unquote healing potions. Yeah. <laughs> Roots. Healing, quote-unquote, potions. Yeah, quote-unquote. It's but definitely a potion. shine out of it. Yeah. I got some special batches coming up. I have them all <laughs> planned out. And you're my new dwarven pal to help me find this kind of stuff. He's, a good, he's also a weird outdoorsy dwarf. Yeah. So we should probably have some kind of kinship. Like, right. Yeah, like, you're going to probably be better. At least friend. a mutual respect for each other because yeah. like we're two weird outsider dwarves. Sam. <laughs> right. Later in this campaign, you guys are probably going to be really, really good friends. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, well right now, I like him just because he's a dwarf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and the rest of you guys are um, scum. Oh, yeah. That was a bonding moment right there. Yeah. Dwarf buddies. <laughs> Like, oh, I can use you. <laughs> we're just like hanging bodies. out over the, like, oh, yeah. we did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, Here, just we're talking. Bronson's <laughs> still, like, right. dying over at the corner. Okay, so right now, it's not potion form, unless you guys have some water or something. It's just herbs that you okay. have to... I got a I got a jar of shine. We we mix the <laughs> <we mix laughs> yeah. ingredients into the jar and start stirring it up. And I, I have a, I have an iron, I have an iron pot. Of, we can uh, <laughs> of, of, 
rudimentary <laughs> healing potion moonshine. <laughs> That seems that seems more that seems more characteristic though. Like, what's the point of making it if it doesn't have some amount of alcohol in it? Yeah, no shit. That's what I got. I got eleven jars of this shit. Fucking pansies, pull this thing out of me. Pull this thing out of me right now. All right. So, I'll, unless anybody else has any heal skill, I have a six bonus total in heal. I don't have anything. Okay. So I'll I'll try to I'll try to yank the ballista out. Doing I'll, as little damage I'll as possible. I'll help. I guess I don't <laughs> have to do it in voice. I'll do it. Byron kneels down next to Bronson, grabs a hold of the ballista bolt, <laughs> says really quietly, "This isn't gonna hurt," and then yanks it. <laughs> Gets a critical failure. I rolled a one. <laughs> Seven total. I am fucking dead. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> fuck me! All right, uh, Nick, take uh, take oh, D6 okay. points of damage. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Oh, I'm just panicking. I'm just panicking. It, okay. it doesn't hurt. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you roll on the table. It has to be on the table. Oh, four points of damage, which leaves me mm. at two health. <laughs> Fjord and Rolf, you just see Bayern go up to Bronson and literally take take the ballista and twist it in a huge circle. <laughs> just, just a massive circle, like dipping it in deeper. Oh, it didn't come out? <laughs> now with a critical one, you shoved it in farther. You like it's, stirred it's, my guts with it. He's like, here, hold on, let me mix you out. <laughs> just whisper to him, it's okay. This time, I know what not to do. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, Fjord runs up and forces his jaw open and starts pouring, <laughs> pouring shine down his throat. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be all right, buddy. You'll be all right. Just the, just the constant <laughs> refusal to get yeah. any sort of like clearance to do anything. Just drink up, little buddy. You'll be fine. Fuck you. Fuck the Fuck. I'm literally trying to kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna beat every one of your asses <laughs> after this. <laughs> Rolf okay. walks over to Beer and, and just kind of gently nudges him and be like, can, can you move over real quick? So, yeah, Byron will get up. <laughs> Byron, so Glad to Rolf, be out of a point of responsibility. <laughs> Rolf walks over and, you know, tells Bronson, I'm gonna get this out of here for you. And is it a stealth? Is it, what is it to pull it out? <laughs> stealth. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say strength without him noticing. <laughs> what am I rolling? Like, yeah, okay. Oh great, the Nazi boy is gonna take a turn. All right. Look at your skills. See if you see if any are applicable. Well, first off, let me see. You probably don't. No, just look at these. I was looking at my class skills. Well, you got you should have those filled in already. Yeah, you should. You got this. Hey, you got oh, diplomacy. And then I only talk about skills and me. So, so you can try and talk him down. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a heel trigger pulling out, you right? You can just be like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> it didn't hurt uh, them. I Listen. <laughs> I mean, I will let you do whatever you decide to do. I mean, you, you can roll for anything on that list. And any strength check. 
You so you're going to try and go for it. Are you going to try and pull it out? Yeah. In what matter? Are you going to pull I'm, it out? I'm, I'm ripping are you, it out. Are you thinking like... I'm ripping it out. <laughs> Don't rip it out. <laughs> well, I want like I want to do... I want to do a strength kill. check because it is kind of like... A strength check? Yeah, because I want... Because we've got to get this thing out. Yeah. Okay. It's got to come out. Can I get... Do I get some points for that tonic that I have? Yeah, it's fine. Actually, actually, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. This is my kill. I'm pretty sure it's my turn, right? Uh, roll... Well, he force-fed it down my throat. Roll 4d6. 4d6. Wow, that's strong. You guys made some good shit. Yeah. Fifteen is gone though, and you're drunk. Turns out it's so good, it literally just pushed the ballista bolt out on its own. Ballista <laughs> <laughs> bolt's still there. It's coming out. But he healed up like fucking Wolverine. All right, I'm not roll, right. roll your strength. Oh, I have right. fucking tonic, man. <laughs> Bronson, it's gonna be all right. All right, buddy. Is that fucking Nancy boy gonna try now? Um, all right. Yeah. I got an eight with my strength. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you get it out. It's ballistable. I mean, it's already like, like it's, it's already loosened. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty loose, loose at this point. Because Byron loosened it up for you so much. <laughs> loosened it up. Yeah, yeah? <laughs> it's all just oh, loose flesh in there now. I didn't even feel it that time. Uh, yeah. How you feeling, buddy? Oh, I didn't even feel it. Nick, who'd have thought? Nick, roll a d6. That's how much damage you Your take. Your Nancy boy's got a gentle touch. <laughs> and yeah, and, and Bronson right. is drunk. Yeah, Bronson, yeah. Drunk. Yeah. he's happy drunk. <laughs> D6, what? D6 is how much damage you take. Three. Ripping it out. Three points of damage, bringing me back down to seven points. Pretty good. Uh, don't even give a shit. I also thought we should, like, since you don't, so you don't take bleed damage, we should find a way to cauterize it. Because that's, that's the only way you can stop it from bleeding on the spot, I feel like. We just do it, Mr. Bronson, all night. This is the whole session. We're not the ones that took a fucking bullet to his chest. Who can, who can make fire? Yeah, I mean, I, I got. Can any of us even make fire? I mean, I got a torch. You have a torch? Do you have a way to light it? Who's got flint and steel? Oh, I have flint and steel. All right. And my druid kit, so I'll, I'll hand over my flint and steel. This is a survival check, right? You can light a torch. Okay. I'll give it to you. Alright. Alright. So I'm gonna... Alright. Roll, roll sparks the flint and steel. Okay, and light then torch. What? And I, sh I touch it. I, like, I literally touch it to the hole in Bronson's chest. And try to sear it shut. Do the... <laughs> I can't even hold <laughs> I wasn't even ready for that. <laughs> I wouldn't be though. <laughs> How'd that feel, buddy? Hey, can, I, can I can I grab him and just immediately fucking reaction it. punch? Yeah. I'll take it. Throw it's one cool. punch. It'll, that, okay. Reaction. Reaction hit right here. Is that, is that like, what's that for? Oh, critical failure. Right. Critical failure. You're drunk. <laughs> you're, oh. seeing, you're seeing like doubles. I super swing and a miss. As you swing at him, you accidentally jostle and drop your jar of Bronson's brand body oil. 
and mustache wax. Oh, no. And it drops on the ground, and it's, and it's like rolling away from you. Oh, shit. That's and in the rabbit. And in the no. same moment, oh, you really? literally burst into fucking flames. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Ian, 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 I forgot you're wearing this stupid right, body oil. Take, roll a d6. This is how much damage you take from burn damage. Things went so wrong. Five points of damage. Okay, I'm back to health. You asshole. Well, you're not taking any more bleed damage. But I'm done bleeding. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> I applaud the DM for making that call. Good call. I remember it. Yes, yep, yes, I'm covered in flammable grease. <laughs> what was slick and shiny is now burnt to a crisp. Yeah, now crispy. And All right. Byron yeah, and Fjord, <laughs> you just, you watch. And Fjord, you watch as... <laughs> As Rolf takes a torch, yeah. Asher Flint and Steel, he lights it and just lights Bronson on fire with it oh my immediately. God. Like he just lit it and he just torched Bronson. That's what you saw. Oh, it's highly flammable. <laughs> I've never seen anything ignite that. That was good. And Bronson is sitting there screaming while he's on fire. I do want to ask. Am I, I'm still on fire, right? Did, did I roll in there? Did my beer get singed at all from? Mm, okay. Fuck your beard. <laughs> it's very important fuck to your me. Fucking beard. All right. uh, I've got a blanket, so I'll start beating at it with the blanket. Just <laughs> <laughs> try to put him up. That's literally all I've got. You guys are gonna kill me. Like, I have two hit points left. You guys are. This is the end of Bronson. <laughs> I've I've got a. Uh, I I can stabilize you if you go so into much. negative hit points. Ragtag. I have stabilized. But we gotta we gotta get this fire out first. <laughs> Seriously, right, you guys exactly. are a bunch of shitty ass healers. That's what I'm saying. Right <laughs> yeah. now. I am gonna die because you guys needed to pull. I'd have been better off just saying, no, fine, just leave me here. Just you leave me die. You would have. I'll just stay with the rest have. of this mission but through. This is, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> just tie it up a little bit. Alright, bye. I think that's like dexterity? Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> Putting out fire. I'd say putting out a fire is a survival check. Okay. Please don't start All right. beating me. Alright, shouldn't be too bad. Beating the fire out. I don't know if I could take it. 18. You put out the fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see? You out, but your blanket... Plus your, your strength. Take damage. <laughs> oh, not good. It's minus one. Your blanket is on fire. Oh, I'm just gonna throw that. I don't. Okay, just the edges of it. Are. Okay, you just. Yeah, throw I, I kind of wonder why I even bought it. You know. So you just For, throw it in. I just sleep in mud, most of the time. Okay. Well, it is raining, so you're fine. Yeah. Well, it's definitely gonna be a forest fire. Wait, if it was raining, wouldn't <laughs> be, he been put like? Oh, I'm highly flammable. He's high. He's oil. Like it's oil. <laughs> it's like it's just straight crude oil. Yeah, like it's like designed to burn first, and then they just discovered it had all these other properties. 
Okay. Crisis averted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh, yeah. I feel so good. I guess uh, Thanks, guys. <laughs> I guess we can give Bronson and um. Oh. Fjord walks up to him and offers him the bottle of shine. <laughs> Says, here, buddy. You yeah. could use a stiff one. Uh. Yeah, I, I, he will take that shine, and he will slam back a, a definitely a couple of gulps, even though he's already drunk. You guys, are, he's going to limp through this whole It's one D6 per gulp, and there's four gulps in it. Well, I'm going to take one solid, one more solid swig. All right. Because I'm already wasted. We're all so I'm going to pour it. Wait, one solid swig, and I just happen to pour some on my face. So that's two swigs. <laughs> that would be my character. So you're going to use you're gonna use up two swigs, but actually only take one yeah. swig yourself. So 1d6. <laughs> six. You have for six. Partying now. <laughs> Nick, you are very badly burned from the scars to take negative one charisma. Oh. oh man, I guess that puts me at negative one. <laughs> it is an ugly fucker to begin with. An ugly fucker. <laughs> it just is it negative one because the it is mustache burn off? And your mustache is burned off. Oh. Or eyebrows. I was already bald, so. <laughs> now I just look like a really super... <laughs> Burnt tan, like I don't know. I'm like powder, but the opposite. <laughs> the scarred version, of powder. like the burnt version of powder. <laughs> all right. Does he have a? Does he? Does this? Does he have the chest scar from the ballistas? That's all I care about. Definitely. That's. that's, that's it's bigger than ever. Like you don't. Cauterize. You don't cauterize shit and expect it not to scar. No, I know. I wanted to scar. I wanted to have a balance. Assholes. I gave you a bad over it. Scars are cool. Everybody respects scars. Okay. You get negative bro points for me just right now. I'm keeping track of a whole different thing right now. Who does? Nick, you get you get plus three intimidate right now. <laughs> That's funny because my intimidate was uh, one of my highest skills. <laughs> That'd be intimidating. He's extra scary now. See this guy? It's like what? Why, doesn't, why doesn't he have any hair? <laughs> it was like a Freddy Krueger came to personally beat your ass instead yeah. of claw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that gives me a plus nine to intimidate. That's pretty brutal. Intimidate, honestly. Why you fucking assholes? He doesn't wear a shirt either. Yeah, yeah I don't. Not wear, and I doesn't wear a shirt. I don't wear a shirt. <laughs> so it's it's always possible. Yeah, you're just scary. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? Right. So Rolf is going to insist on helping Bronson up, and you know, kind of letting him walk, uh, carry, like, let be his. As you're lifting him up, you hear a voice say, "Rolf, Rolf." Front and center, now! Yes. Everyone roll a d20 save to avoid looking. You have to roll a, a like 15 will? or higher will. I definitely look. Will? 15 Fjord, or higher will. Yard 25. I totally look. We all look. I am so excited about this voice. And it's completely captivated me. <laughs> That's close, but we all, we all look. <laughs> what does that get? 
you see a woman with blonde hair emerge from the trees on the far side of the clearing. She is floating about a foot above the ground. As she floats closer, you notice that she is covered in blood. It's so much blood that drops of it are dripping off the ground in a trail behind her. By the way she is posed, it doesn't look like any of it is hers. She is wearing head-to-toe metal armor complete with a winged helm. You can see blue, almost glowing eyes through her eye slits. In one hand, she carries a shield. In the other, she has a spear that looks like blue permafrost ice. She floats up to you guys, and as she comes next to you, there is a distinct smell of snow in deep winter. That's awesome. Sounds like badass. So did I not look? <laughs> I got a 25. 25. You didn't have to look. I wonder why I wouldn't look. <laughs> you didn't have to look. That doesn't mean that yeah. you didn't look. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's any reason that I would have an inclination not to look. I, I feel, yeah, Byron would look. Okay. Everybody looks anyways. <laughs> Davix, you know her. She is um, definitely a character from your past. You know that she at one time was hired to find you and bring you into custody and you managed to get away. That was when you lived in Lumberton. Okay. That there was uh, something on your head. Basically there was a, a, it was, it was a bounty, but she's like more like a, she's a lot more like a cop than a bounty hunter. Probably having to do with lying. Yeah. Probably having to do with lying. She hasn't really noticed you yet. She just kind of scanned the party, but you, um, Less you saw her, if she sees you, she's going to take you into custody. All right. And so I will make myself very small and start to sneak away. Basically, the whole area around you is cleared of trees and debris, like on purpose. Um, so the the only place where there's really cover is closer to the cave entrance. Okay. Well, I'm going to slip closer to the cave entrance then. Okay. So. Okay. So. So. Uh, Rolf. She. She. She floats straight up to Rolf. She's got her hands behind her back, as she kind of floats back and forth. So I just happened in the area to visit my son. You can imagine my surprise when I started asking at the jewelers and found that he had neglected to come in to work today without giving notice. I was told to go on an adventure, Mom. <laughs> By Dad. Don't you know Dad? <laughs> she slowly brings out a piece of paper from behind her back and you see that it's another copy of the bill from Lacey. <laughs> she hands it to you. So do you have anything to tell me? I swear, Mom, it's not my fault. I promise. I was at the bar. This, at the this, bar. This dad guy, I tackled him because, you know, there was a bar fight going on. You, I was like, oh, you tackled right. someone. So it's a bar fight. Yes. Okay. And I tackled so-called dad and he happened to love it so much that he sent 
he kicked me off him and sent me flying. So, so no, wait, wait, wait. I just wanna, I just wanna under, I just wanna clarify and understand the situation. You were in a bar fight, and that's why you didn't come to work today. <laughs> no. Okay, and, and I'll have you know, I had to drag it out of Lacey, though gods know why he would want to protect you. Stealing, bullying, bar fights. Are you a paladin of Skadi? Are you some drunken pugilist with a bad temper? She stares right at Bronson. <laughs> yeah, Nancy boy. And, and now I hear who you are adventuring with. And then, just as I get my hopes up, I speak with Thekla. And she says you had nothing to do with helping her with those horrible mercenaries. Oh. I did actually have something to do. I... Oh, while you were stealing Goldschlager. Fantasy Goldschlager? <laughs> Fantasy Goldschlager. That's the only thing I will admit that I did wrong. And you bullied Lacey and tried to take his notebook. Did not. You tried to take his notebook. Because he, I was going to rip off the page because he was billing me for damages that were not my fault. Okay. Is that, Byron's is that, looking really fascinated at the ballista bolt and <laughs> trying to act like he's not hearing what's happening. <laughs> like, this is really trying to handle the awkwardness of the situation. <laughs> wow, this, this really is a, this is a thing. <laughs> so, is that it? Is that the story? That's, that's the only story you want to stick to then? Yes. Yes, I accept. Okay. You're going to stay on this ad little adventure then? Yes, I got this letter from Dad, and he... From... From... What letter? Pull, Rolf pulls the letter out of his... Out of his back... I, I take... Rolf takes his backpack off, opens it up, and digs in, finds like a small little pocket on the inside, pulls out the letter, and I hand my le the letter to my mother, and I explain, this letter, this dad of Bricktown, he wrote this letter, and he sent it to, I point to everybody in the group, and you know, it's like, hey, come to Skull Murder Cave, I'll be there waiting for you. And so we decided to go on this adventure. At that point, Fjord says, wait, dad is my dad? And he totally realizes <laughs> That the letter, what was in the letter that he burnt shame burned in the last time? Because this time I just thought you, I was your guys' wilderness guide. I had no idea. And until yeah, I over right, here, literally, literally, yeah, because I, I can't read. <laughs> you got a letter you could read. So I am, I'm, I am totally floored because I'm overhearing this awkward conversation. And I, I realize that all of it just clicks in place right now, and I realize what's going on. And uh, he's basically having an existential crisis in front of all of you. <laughs> he's just suddenly like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> can, I, can I roll? He just drops to a knee, right, hey, hold on. crossbow in hand. Bronson's going to come up real quick, because for whatever reason, something in him just stirred. And he's going to come up, and he's going to put a shoulder on him. And he goes, it's true. <laughs> hold on. It's fucking true. So I didn't choose to be brothers with this asshole. But here we are. Fjord 
not taking it well. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> so do you have any questions for me? Yeah. Is he my real dad? Norm, well, he was a great man once. In fact, he's done more for this world than what most great men do in three lifetimes. He's, well, it's in the past now, isn't it? Let me see the letter. Hand the letter over to my mother. She kind of scans it over, and then as you're as she's reading it, her eyes go wide behind her behind her faceplate. You see her eyes go wide, and a small comet of light shoots down from the sky. You guys feel a small uh, shock wave, and suddenly there's dust in the air around her, but she looks calm. I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper. I'm gonna look over to Fjord and whisper. I wonder if Dad called her a buckwild whore too. <laughs> You think Dad called her a buckwild whore? I'm not, I'm, Fjord is not listening. <laughs> he, he's looking at the ground and not taking it well. Now I want to realize, now I wonder, like, were all the sweat letters the same? Were they literally all written the same except for Bjorn's? I don't really know. I, as far as I know, he called my mother a buckwild whore. He no, definitely yeah. did call your mother a buckwild whore. <laughs> so what, what do you have to say for yourself, mother? She takes a long pause and breathes a couple times and then looks at you and says, I am a Valkyrie of Skadi. I am first captain to the Wolf Guardian and I am your mother. What I do in my free time and with whom I do it, I'm sure, is no one's business, least of all my son's. Takes another deep breath. That said, I see that I am not going to convince anyone to better their ways today. You seem to have a task ahead of you. I will leave you to it. And right at that moment, as she says oh. that, what, Byron? But uh, if, if she looks like she's about to leave, Byron's gonna try to like chime and be like, wait, what, what, but, you said he used to be good, and now he's, you know, drunk in the woods. <laughs> what? <laughs> she turns, what happened? She turns to Byron, and her face, like, kind of goes through a gamut of emotions. First, she looks <coughs> hard at you. She looks really hard at you, assessing you. And then her eyes soften quite a bit. And then she goes hard again. And um, she kind of just, you see a small movement of her uh, hands and suddenly you're clean. You are absolutely 100% clean. Oh no. <laughs> but that's Byron Byron feels naked. <laughs> Byron feels more uncomfortable now than he has in about about 60 years. You feel like you're naked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. okay, okay. So she sees your reaction. She's like Oh, I'm sorry. You. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. <laughs> kind of off to the side, you guys see Davix. Davix approaches the entrance of the cave. He's kind of like inspecting the teeth of it, I guess. Because the cave... The cave is a rock formation that leads gradually underground via a very dark, narrow tunnel. What look like teeth from a distance are serrated metal spikes that have been very securely set into the ground. There is room between them for a goblin-sized creature to slip through, but anything larger would have to navigate very carefully. The craftsmanship is surprisingly good. The entrance very quickly disappears into black because of the contrast with the afternoon sun. 
And Davix is as you uh, slip closer, you noticed you notice Andy's. Uh, he finally came out of the tree line, and Andy's kind of is coming up, and he's toying with one of the. He's t- he's toying with one of the goblin ballistas. He's he's looking really intently with how it's anchored into the ground, and he's kind of working on it a little bit. So, as you come up to the entrance, yeah, you notice that it's that their teeth, their serrated spikes, their goblin size. So you can slip through the teeth um, on your own, but anything larger than your body would have to navigate super carefully through them. Like they've been pretty pretty uh, pretty well engineered. For that specific purpose, actually, you basically have to be small. A, a medium creature can get through, but they have to move slowly. So like you have to not, be small. They're not just jumping through. You know what I mean? Or, or they're they're certainly not rushing, and they're certainly not charging through. Cool. All right. So I will um, try to sneak through the teeth. All right. Roll a sneak. Uh. That is going to be a 16. Or hold on. Yeah, that'll be a 16. Okay. Okay, so the first one doesn't see you. Alright. So, no sooner do you step through than you hear the words of a goblin go, There! There he is! There's one! It's like, I got it. Then a ballista bolt sort of emerges from the dark and hits you squarely in the chest. Because of your small size, you go absolutely flying through the air, sailing for what seems like an endless moment. You half roll, then the long end of the bolt catches on the ground and you slide through the wet gravel and scraggly tufts of grass. You are unconscious before you hit the ground. The only thing you hear is the sound of your raven crying in terror. Hey everyone, it's your pal, it's your DM, Dan Tompkins. It's recently come to my attention that a lot of the people listening to this podcast uh, do not play D&D regularly, and way more people than I expected actually have never played D&D, which is like incredible. It's, it, 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 it tickles me. So uh, if you do have a friend out there who either enjoys audiobooks, podcasts, uh, fantasy stories in general, or D&D, please recommend it to them. Um, and let's grow the community a little bit more. Cause again, I love talking D&D and I selfishly really, really love talking about my campaign because my campaign is something that's very close to my heart can't tell you how much i appreciate all the support and all the clicks people getting enjoyment out of this thing that is my favorite thing to do in my entire life uh just so thankful that i get to share it with all of you share it with the world and and all of you listening out there uh please rate us on itunes uh those ratings mean a lot help us gain traction help us build a community on Facebook, it's Sex, Drugs, and Critical Roles. And on Instagram, it's sex.drugs.and.critical.roles. So, okay. And we will have the next episode up here in a couple weeks. We'll see you then. His body finally comes to a stop about 50 feet from the cave entrance. Oh, His raven is going absolutely ballistic. All right, every roll, everyone who can, roll a d20. And oh, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. 
only roll this if you have a reason why, why your character would know whether or not something looks dead at a distance or not. That's not a skill. That's pretty much something that you learn through life experience. Um, <clears throat> Fjord is not rolling. He's not taking this very well. Byron would know. I'd like to think Byron would know. How would yeah. Byron? Oh, Byron probably would know. When yeah. describe the scene when Byron saw a dead thing. Uh, when he saw his brother get killed by those wolves, and he didn't go uh, help. Yeah. Byron, By, Byron gets the roll. No, he gets <laughs> badger mom. I'm sure he's seen some shit. All right. Byron gets the roll. Badger mom. Does, does Bronson roll? Uh, Bronson's seen dead bodies in the street. Yo. Describe <laughs> describe the situation. Let's see. When was it? What? Who was it? Well, nobody's supposed to know this. But back in the day, when he was about nine years old, old Tommy Lee, you know, he was 13. Came picking on him like he always did, and eventually Byron just beat him to death in an alley and left him. Bronson beat him to death in that alley. Yep. Bronson beat Byron him to just death came in and beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> and then Byron oh. came out of nowhere and fucking yeah. beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> did, did I say it? was like one of Bronson's yeah. earliest memories was Byron coming in. We're going to cut this out real quick. We're going to cut it. Stone, sorry. But that's, pretty, but that's <laughs> honestly <laughs> hilarious. Oh, my God. Byron came out of nowhere and killed him. <laughs> and then I didn't see him for 20 years. Yeah. It's the badger shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a badger. I don't know nothing about it. He was like a wild badger. <laughs> <laughs> just clawing and screaming. Hey, I don't know. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I uh, is uh, I walked in upstairs and I saw my mother beaten to death by a drunken fool from the alley. This is a Peter Parker story, by the way. That I could have stopped. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing her lay dead. Uh, Rolf. Well, my mother, mother would take me on. Huh? Pure of heart, bro. Pure of heart. Don't roll. I don't know. That's Go up to you, Rolf. That's no, up, it's to, up to him. Well, I mean... Can you spin a story or not? He's, he's a killed guy, right? He's a paladin. I'm a paladin. I'm a, I'm a man of war. Alright, the, what's the dead body you've seen? From a distance. Um, and be able to recognize it. When I fought as a... When I fought as an initiate in wars with my mother back in the day growing up as a, you know, as a kid. I've seen a lot of bodies. I've seen a lot of blood. What'd you do on the battlefield? Take care of the dead? I, I mean, kill the dying ones. Kill the dying ones. <laughs> kill the dying ones. You know, mm -hmm. I yeah. would. So, what kind of thing? What kind of activities would you do? I would. It's very hard to say. I never, I never loved the job, but you know, if I had, if I couldn't save a fellow initiate, yeah, I would have to end his life. And I was not fond of it, but it was what I was told to do. And I was told everyone has had to do it as a kid. All right, you, you guys, all right, roll. Everybody roll. Is there any bonus or anything? Just street. Um, I feel like that would be no. There's no bonus. It's just a skill okay. you have or don't. Okay. 
Perception? No. No. All right, 12. I rolled a two. Eight. Five. Byron, he's dead. Oh, Davix is dead? Davix is dead. Oh, no. Sex, Drugs, and Critical Roles is an audio production performed and produced by myself, Dan Tompkins, along with invaluable performance and audio engineering by the talented Zach Keel. This episode was performed by Sam Miller, Nick Duford, Lauren Ferrer, and Ian Macker. If you'd like to further interact with the story, check us out at the brand new Facebook page, Sex, Drugs, and Critical Roles. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you so much for clicking in. Stay sexy out there, dragons. Thank you.